In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. This week, we hear from Jesus a very important lesson on discipleship. This week begins a few weeks where Jesus is talking about what it means to be a disciple, what discipleship actually means for those people who have chosen to follow him, for people like you and me. And today, this message to the disciples is a pretty simple one. Do not be afraid. Sounds easy, but it is not as easy as it may sound. So last week, we heard Jesus talk about the crowds being hurt and helpless. Remember that? The crowds are coming around Jesus. He's doing all these miracles and wonderful healings and teachings, and the people are full up. And Jesus looks out at them, and he sees that they are hurt and that they are helpless. And then he turns to his disciples, those people who are following him, those people who have left their entire lives and are following him and says, all right, time has come for us to actually go and do this, for you to actually go and begin to do the work that I'm calling you to do. And so Jesus takes a few verses, really a chapter or two, and gives them instructions. He teaches them how to actually go and do this kind of discipleship work. And those instructions are very important. Let's see what Jesus says today about these instructions. Now, I'm going to back up just a few chapters, I mean a few verses from what we just heard in today's gospel lesson. And taken as a whole, here's effectively what Jesus says. In verse 6, Jesus says, Go to the lost sheep of Israel. Jesus says, if you are a disciple, if you want to follow me, if you want to serve God through me, go to the lost sheep. This means don't go to the people who are confident and secure and good, the people who are wealthy, the people who are comfortable. Go to everyone else. Go find the people who feel discomfort, who are insecure, who feel hurt and helpless. Remember, Jesus sees the crowd, and he tells the disciples, you go to them. Don't go to where the power and the authority is. Go to where it is not. Go to the lost sheep of Israel. Verse 16, Jesus says, I'm sending you out like sheep into the midst of wolves. That's not a very comforting word. Jesus is not actually being terribly encouraging in that moment. He's saying, hey, if you want to be a disciple, if you want to follow me, if you want to do this work, then I'm going to send you out. But I'm sending you out like sheep in the middle of wolves. In other words, this world is dangerous. This world is scary. There are powers in this world that will seek to hurt you and to hold you back and to potentially even kill you for this kind of work that I'm calling you to do. And so with that kind of word, Jesus says in verse 26, but have no fear. Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy body and soul in hell. And even the hairs of your head are all counted. Jesus says, do not be afraid of the wolves of the world. Do not be afraid of whatever can hurt you out in the world because that's just your body. Remember we talked about flesh? That's just the flesh, your body. There is so much more to you, so much more that God has put in you. That soul deep inside is what the world cannot kill. Disciple means 
learner, means student. Disciple actually means someone who is learning. Someone who is learning from a teacher how they are to be in the world, who they can become in the world. But when I look out at the world, it does seem to me like most people nowadays are pretty confident that they know everything they're supposed to know. I see more often people who are very confident to espouse their opinion or to share their knowledge, to share their truth very confidently that they've got it all and they want you to know. And it does feel like it can often become a shouting match of who can ever say their truth louder. But remember, disciple is not know-it-all. Disciple is learner, student. We, as followers of Jesus, are called to be disciples. We are called to learn and to keep learning and to keep learning. We will never know everything. And so part of our discipleship is a learning process, exposure to ideas, encouragement, and faithfulness to pursue ideas and actions and ways of being that might not be most comfortable. My guess is that many don't really like the new ideas. It's a challenge to us. We kind of like to stay within our comfort zone. And when Jesus pushes and prods and pokes, we don't really care for that. And in today's gospel lesson, we really get a learning, a teaching from Jesus that we as disciples don't really like. It's a hard word. And so I'm going to repeat it because we need to hear it. Look at verse 34. Jesus says, do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and one's foes will be members of one's own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Those who find their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake will find it. I actually knew a woman in a previous parish who really did not like this passage. Swore she knew that someone added this passage well after Jesus' life. Jesus didn't really say this. Jesus is nice, right? I mean, Jesus is loving. Jesus is kind. We kind of like the Jesus that's a warm hug. Buddy Jesus, friend Jesus. We don't like aggressive Jesus. We like passive Jesus. And in this passage, we get a whole big mouthful of aggressive Jesus. And I kind of like aggressive Jesus because you know what? He loves us enough to say the things that we don't like to hear. He loves us enough to give us the gospel message in a way that might just be too hard, but it is definitely true. Jesus shares with us today a message about what it means to be a follower, to be a disciple. And what that means is that we may not get everything the way we want when we want. Our lives may not be exactly the way the world tells us they should be because the commitment we make to God, the love we give God back, changes us, everything, for good. 
The choice to follow Jesus is not one to be made lightly. It's hard. You know, consider what discipleship means to you. What does it mean when I say to you, follow Jesus? What does it mean to be a Christian in this world? I think it seems to most people like the idea of Christianity, of following Jesus is sort of like the cherry on top of a really nice ice cream sundae, right? Like our lives are pretty good. That ice cream is good. The dish, it's pretty and everything's just fine. But you know what would make a good ice cream sundae better? Extra whipped cream and a cherry, right? That's kind of like how Jesus is for many people, right? Life is good. Things are going well. Most everything is just the way I like it. And Jesus sounds so nice, right? This idea seems so very good. And so we kind of put Jesus on top of our little life Sundays like a little whipped cream and cherry. But Jesus says, I am not whipped cream and a cherry. Jesus actually takes that Sunday, throws it straight off the counter, shatters it all over the floor, takes us out of the kitchen and shows us a different kind of life than we could ever imagine. Jesus says, when you choose to follow me, Life is not the way that you might think it will be. Your life will be changed. You will be transformed for good forever for the gospel. As disciples of Jesus, we don't simply sprinkle Christianity on top of our little Sundays. No, we change from the inside out. We are transformed from the inside out into something that God wants us to be, into the person God created us to be. Jesus says discipleship is hard, that discipleship might even threaten the very relationships, the identity that this world says that we are supposed to have. And Jesus says, that's right. Because God's priorities are not the world's priorities. God's kingdom priorities are very different than what the world tells us is most important. Which takes me to the second part of his message today. That very simple phrase that causes all kind of trouble. Do not be afraid. We cannot escape this scriptural force. This idea is peppered all throughout the entire Bible. We hear this theme over and over and over again. See a scary angel? Do not be afraid. Arrested or imprisoned for saying the truth? Do not be afraid. Threatened with embarrassment or harassment or judgment for loving those in this world that the world tells us should not be loved? Jesus says, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Thank you very much, Jesus. We hear you. I hear you. Do not be afraid. But come on. We are human. We are weak. We are fallible. We make mistakes. Of course, we will be afraid. Fear is part of our human condition. And at times like this in the world we live in and all the stuff swirling around us, how is it that we are not to be afraid? We all have our fears. I have the fear every time I get into this pulpit of being able to say something that is true, something that is true enough for people to hear. But no matter how I turn a phrase, no matter what I eloquent story I might use or joke I might tell, I will always, always 
hear from someone, usually multiple people, that whatever I said was too weak, or that I'm lost, or that I'm wrong. And yet, here I am again, doing my best to give a word that is true and faithful because, my friends, we are all called to do just this. And however our discipleship looks, we are all called to be honest and vulnerable and faithful and true, to speak into the world a truth rooted in love that is graceful and that is strong and that might just change our lives in ways we wish it weren't, but it does. Because genuine discipleship is not easy. We cannot overcome selfishness alone. Consider our lives. We cannot overcome hate alone. We cannot overcome the wrong of bigotry alone. We cannot and will always fall short of loving those in the world that we are called to love as well as we want to. And yet Jesus says, with all of those failings, do not be afraid. Because every time we try, Jesus comes with us. Every time we get back up when we fall, Jesus helps lift us up and give us strength and give us courage to try again. Today, I do not have a good joke. I don't have any good poetry. I don't really have a clever story. But what I have for you is a word, a teaching, a lesson that every Christian disciple should hear. Those who find their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake will find it. This comes from the deepest truth of Christ. This is a call put to every one of us to change the way we live, to change our lives forever, to lose that which the world tells us is good in order to find true, holy goodness. This world is not all there is. What we see in front of us, what we find valuable, is not all there is. But this world does have the beautiful trappings and temptations that can lead us away from God if we are not careful. Do not let this world bring you down. Do not let this world stop your love. Do not let this world give you fear about losing anything. Because for once, we lose our lives. We will find eternal life. We have a whole lot to lose here. But Jesus promises that we have everything to gain. Amen.